Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. I believe that everyone who is present here today came with real and special purpose. And I believe that as an answer to this, that in this session, some very outstanding benefits are going to be received by every one of you. I believe that you should go forth into life with an attitude of enthusiasm, as we tell you again and again, that life meets you just like you meet life. Challenges of life require work. Success requires mental and physical action. If you want to improve yourself, you've got to do something. And you've got to stop thinking that the president ought to do it for you, or the governor ought to do it for you, or society ought to do it for you. Because you see, in the final analysis, no one can do my doing for me. I can give you these techniques, like the one we're on now, telling you when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself the question, how am I going to meet life today? And reminding yourself, today life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And see, there is absolute science. Again, it's not blind faith. It's not dumb luck. But today, life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And today, if I meet someone that doesn't like me, it's because somewhere in my consciousness, I don't like myself. Now, some of these little pills may be a little bitter to swallow. Because you see here also in this philosophy, there are no scapegoats. There's no devil to blame here. In this philosophy, you are your own devil. You are your own God. Only you can choose the path that you must try. And nothing can save you from evil or sin until you discover the presence of God within. And as Reverend Eichert said in that immortal lecture, I meet no one but me. In other people, I only meet myself. You can never meet anyone but yourself. The attitudes and moods that you encounter in other people are reflections of some attitudes and moods within your own subconscious mind. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. Let's shout it. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. And when you realize that, you can ask yourself the next question. After you remind yourself that today life meets me just like I meet life, then ask yourself the next question. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? Say that with me verbally. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? I like to play with words and to say these ideas from many different similar ways to impress your subconscious mind, change words around a bit. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? Please repeat that with me. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? 
and you can be absolutely certain, again, this is science, you can be absolutely certain that life is going to meet you exactly according to your attitude, according to your frame of mind. And then when you realize that, then you begin to work on your state of mind. You begin to work on your attitude. This is why I'm always using the old cliche here, health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. You can change it to an affirmation. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Together, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. The thought of health in your mind will displace all of the suggestions in the world mind about sickness. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And you see, you send your word forth and you're going to meet it because you're always meeting the word that has gone forth out of your consciousness in the experiences of your life. You're always meeting the vibrations which you've sent forth. If you send out healthy vibrations, you're going to meet health. When the so-called epidemics go around, they'll go around you. Why? Because today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Say that with me. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And yes, this is a miracle-working idea. It will work a miracle of health for you. And not only that, when you go forth into life with a healthy attitude, do you realize that your attitudes are always impinging upon the experiences of other people? A healthy attitude is also a healing power. My healthy attitude is a healing power. Together, my healthy attitude is a healing power. This is why these people who have developed a healing consciousness or a health consciousness help and bless so many people. But you see, on your job, if you go forth into life and onto your job or into school or wherever you're going with the right attitude, with the right ideas, without even opening your mouth, you will help people. Some of you right now, you can think of some people. When you see them, you feel better. And you can think of some other people, perhaps in the past, that isn't true now, because you've changed your phone number and your address and you won't tell them where you are. You can think of some people that, you know, you used to see, and it was just depressing just to see them. And I don't care if they are your relatives. If there are people who are just negative and they insist on being negative, Change your phone number. And when you change your address, don't send them a new address. Get your post office box. Send them a Christmas card once a year. From the post office box. <laughs> but anyway, today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. Shout it. Today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. You remember that verse of Scripture, my word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it, and it shall accomplish that which I please. So what you say about yourself, what, you believe, what I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. Come on. What I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. See, the Word of God is not something on paper with black ink and gold edges and a black leather cover. 
I'm sorry to tell you good religious people that. I can see some of you are in a state of shock. The Word of God is what I believe and say about myself. So in the morning, when I say today, I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. I go forth into life with a happy attitude. This word of health, this word of happiness becomes the word of God to my experience and governs my experience. The word of God is not something written centuries ago by sages and prophets. The word of God is what you believe and speak about yourself every moment. You see, if you believe the right thing about yourself, you believe the right thing about me. <laughs> if you love yourself correctly, then you can love others correctly. But this is where the sociologists go off, you know. They try to apply a general sociological panacea to solve all of the social problems. But the first unit of society is the individual. And in order to heal society, first of all, the individual must be healed. The individual must first come to peace with himself. That's why I love so much that beautiful song, Let There Be Peace on Earth, and let it begin with me. But you see, the sociologists are so busy telling what's wrong with everybody else. People are experts on what's wrong with the next person. So people know what other people ought to do and what they ought not to do, but don't know what the hell they should do themselves. And the different ethnic groups and social groups and so on. You know, we know exactly what other people ought to do. But we've got to get back to the individual. And you see, this individual who begins his day by coming to peace with himself and speaking the word of good for himself, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude, with a happy attitude. He contributes to the uplifting of society. And only such an individual experience of inner peace can redeem society. You see, the world as a whole is not going to be saved. The world is never going to be saved. A lot of good people have tried to save the world. See, that's why I gave up the world. I quit trying to save it. Because the world has one consistent treatment for its would-be saviors, and that's crucify him. And I ain't aching for a shaking. And you who think that it's your job to save the world, get your cross ready. <laughs> but you see, that's another thing. You see, even after the world crucifies you for trying to save it, it's not going to be saved. I love Jesus more than I ever loved him because I understand him better than I've ever understood him. And he wanted so badly to save the world. He worked a lot of miracles, healed the sick, raised the dead, turned water to wine. Wished I was there to get some of it. <laughs> but the world just wouldn't be saved. And the world is never going to be saved. Only the individual can be saved, and the individual must save himself by discovering his own indwelling God power. And it would do good if the sociologists learned this. Only the individual can be saved. You're not going to save society. You're not going to save the world. And we've had centuries of salvationists 
Now, God knows if all of this hellfire and brimstone preaching would save the world, the world would be saved. People standing on corners. The, the airwaves are rife with evangelists, one after the other, snorting fire and damnation. But as I've said many times before, preaching even about sin against sin increases sin rather than decreases it. I never learned about sin except in church and in Sunday school. And, you know, some of the things that they taught me that were sin, I decided to try, and some of them weren't so bad. Like, for example, they told me it was a sin to, to play ball on Sunday. Now, I've been preaching since I was 14, you know, and after I had preached revival meetings all week and taught Sunday school to, you know, in the morning and, and so on and so forth, I'd take the kids out of the church and we'd go out in the woods and play ball. I enjoyed that sin. And I was glad to discover that the Almighty wasn't mad with me. It was only man's misguided ideas. You see, each man makes God after his own image and likeness. Mean people have a mean God. As someone has said, God made man in his own image and likeness, and man, being a gentleman, returned the favor. And yes, each man makes his own God. Because every man's God thinks just like that man thinks. Stop and think about it. Like I told you about the hellfire and brimstone preacher that became so famous maybe a hundred or so years ago, Jonathan Edwards. He was famous for preaching about hell. That was his area of expertise, hell. He'd preach about hell until people got saved. And as soon as the scale wore off, they'd... <laughs> they would lose their religion. And you have to be careful, you know, in the area of religion that you're not serving somebody else's misguided concept of God. Be careful that you're not serving somebody else's ignorant concept of God. And you see, that's really what organized religion is. It's a jumbo mumbo of the theologians' upside-down ideas about God. And they don't agree, as you know. Why should I serve Calvin's God? And I'll be damned if I'm going to serve And I'll be honest with you, I'd rather go to church and listen to the most vulgar gangster rap in church than hear you niggas sing Amazing Grace. Do you know how filthy that song is? Do, do you know people all over the world laugh at you? And the sad part about it, most of you don't know, John Newton wrote that song. How many of y'all know that? He, he, was, he was a drug, a, 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 a slave trader that would make Hitler look like an altar boy. Came out of a house where his daddy was a preacher. So he knew about repentance, although he had denied the church. And then he got caught out on one of his pleasure boats. Got caught out on pleasure boat. And the storm came up. Y'all know the story, someone? 
make Katrina look like a picnic. And he fell on his knees and said, God, oh Lord, let me repent, forgive me, don't let me die. And the storm ceased. <laughs> and he was so grateful, he wrote that song. And you niggas sitting up here talking about forgive a wretch like, you don't even know what a wretch is. He said, forgive a wretch like me. Can you imagine if that boy's mama would have been a whore and as notorious as he was, and, and God saved her and she write a song talking about thank God for forgiving a whole like me and your black mama sitting up in church singing forgive a whole like me. What kind of fools are y'all? Huh? I go all over the world. I go to China. Check out the Christian community. <laughs> Jesus looked Chinese. Go, go to Africa, India, Jesus look Indian. Go to Japan, Jesus. go to Brazil, Jesus look Brazil. Come back home to America and go in the black community to a black church and Jesus is a white man and you wonder what's wrong with your children, you nigger. Huh? Christ got 12 disciples. Christ born in a place where it ain't nothing but niggas. And he gave 12 disciples. He didn't only pick Europeans. He picked 11 Englishmen. Where names like that? Peter, Paul, Matthew. Where it come from over there? All 11 of them is white boys except the niggas that killed Christ. Here, Arab Jew, Judah, and you put that crap down on your children and wonder why these niggas are so crazy?
All right, peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday Show with your host, Akeem L., here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. Uh, people were saying they couldn't hear on blog talk. It should be fine now. I hope, I hope so. Um, they made some computer change, um, uh, software changes, and that might be affecting blog talk. What I'm going to do is go over to Block Talk because I got some people over there to see if they can hear me. Can you hear me, 484-695? Yes, everything is fine. Thank you. Okay, peace thank you. you. All right, peace. All right. Now, if you want to talk or have questions, comments, whatever, 563-999-3615. This show mostly is going to be dedicated to question and answers. So if you got questions, whatever it is, I will try to answer them. Most questions I can answer on the air. If I can't, I'll tell you we need to talk about that in private. But it's always a good idea to just ask, hey, I want to ask about this, and I'll let you know. Uh, Or I'll, you know, give you the general idea, and then we go deeper into the conversation. We can't let everybody know what we're doing over here. And so sometimes I can't always um, answer questions completely. So there's the number. Going across the screen on YouTube, 563-999-3615. Um, y'all can go to my YouTube channel. Just look up Akeem is Limitless, and it will be there. Um, let's see. Who's, the house, who's out there in the house? Uh, we got Curtis Williams, Daryl G, LMC Yes Run. Uh, he said they changed the passport application. I'd like to hear about that. What did they change? Uh, P. Yelik L. Karen Israel. Peace. Um, C. Lambeau. Demetrius Thomas. Malik Bay. And all of the others that I didn't get or study more. Peace. Somebody said, can they basically put what we want on that since I was never, uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, you can put that on the application. He's talking about the passport. But peace to everybody. Um, man, I had a great week. I had a great weekend. Went to uh, New York. Me and Beth went to New York for the weekend and uh, dropped in on Brother Ahmad uh, and his family. Met, got to meet the whole family, cousins, mothers, uh, everybody. <laughs> some some babies that were born during COVID, um, and I had a great time. Uh, good people, good vibes. You know what I liked about? It was a lot of things I liked. First, I want to talk about this. It was it was uh, his mom's birthday the day before. I didn't go to that. Um, we just went to the, the barbecue that they had the next day. Um, but I never met his mom before Saturday. And she approached us, and she just started talking to us like we knew her for years. Like, you know, and then she talked about her birthday, and, and it was her 80th. And that's a, that right there is an accomplishment. And she didn't look 80, I can tell you that much. She was moving around like a 40, 50. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I know 80 years old, they're leaning over. I mean, I know some 30, 40-year-olds that can't walk. 
she looked great. And uh, she was talking about how how her party was epic. It was it was like nothing you know she had ever experienced. She ran into people she hadn't seen in years, and they showed up and showed their 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 uh, their respect and uh, um, you know just her turning eighty, and she was just you know feeling good about that, and. Uh, she was saying, hey, you know, if this was the last thing she can do, you know, she she done did it all. I said, hey, it looks like you're getting started, just getting started. Because, you know, I got an aunt that's 100, will be 105 in September, still going strong. Some about us, we got these, uh, we got good genes. But what I, I like, the positive uh, vibes that was going around, and especially from her, and it shows in her children. You know, that's why I say a woman is very important to a family. And how she moves and how she behaves, that's going to filter down into the children. Fathers are important as well. But you could tell what type of character she is through her children, you know, because Brother Ahmad is a very good brother. We talk a lot on the phone, and we 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 actually going to be doing a couple of things together, a lot of things together. Um, but the whole the whole family was good people, and you didn't hear all of the cussing and the the ratchetness. It was none of that going on. And the music, it wasn't none of this music that you know degrade women, degrade men. It, it was good music. It was, you know, a lot of music was coming out of the 80s and um, 90s, you know, and the dancing was, uh, reminded me of my club days <laughs> when, you know, we used to go to the club every weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I had to cut the Sundays out because I had to go to work on Monday, but, you know, but all around good time, good food, good people. And and it, and you know what another great thing I saw? A lot of the brothers was holding their children. I'm talking my arm babies, you know, six, not even a year old, just holding the children, holding it while the mothers were able to do whatever they needed to do, maybe get some food or whatever. At this event, all stereotypes were shattered. What what they say about you know. Brothers or black fathers, whatever they, they want to call us, African-American, they want to call us, fathers don't take care of their children. That is a lie because that's all I saw at this this party, men holding it down, being men, not betas, alphas. And when I say alpha, some people misunderstand what that word means. Alpha just means leader, someone who takes the lead. And alpha can be a man or a woman, to be truthful. But now I'm talking about alpha males. It, it was a it was a house full of a party full of alphas, and that was good to see. And it was and also the women were were seemed to be supportive. Respectful, respecting themselves, not out there just man. It was it, listen. That's that party was an example of how we all should be. Anyway, 
Some people say, what? Fathers take care just like mothers hold down. Yes, we do. They just don't want to talk about that on the media. It's better to say brothers are not doing anything. See, when you when they talk about us brothers, most of the stuff y'all hear is on television. They're saying it, and, and then these sisters see that, and then they go run with that narrative like as if they're experiencing. And I hear a lot of sisters, oh, the women are getting treated bad. Then when I get down to the, are you being treated bad? No, I'm not. Then why are you talking about it? Because you heard somewhere else or you hear your girlfriend whining about something who's been in several relationships and don't know how to make a good decision when it comes to a man? This narrative that they're pushing is not true. And most of the stuff you're listening to, reading and hearing, is not true. A lot of stuff you've been hearing in church is not true. That's why I played Dick Gregory about this white Jesus crap. <laughs> you know, like, you know, he coming from a, re- a region where people of color and people are dark, and he, all of a sudden you got this this white guy, then he picks all all the guys he, he picked was had English names. Come on, man. We got to start waking up and start realizing what's true and what's not, not true. Yes, I use the Bible to talk about what I, you know, teach, because that's mostly all a program to, to accept that. So, and that does have a lot of good examples I can use in it. You know, yeah, taxes are not true, too. It's an illusion. Once again, 563-999-3615. You know, people taking responsibility. That's what I saw at the at the uh, party. And they partied now. <laughs> they party. They got down, dancing, everything. Yeah, man, uh, you know, that's the best party I've been to in a long time. And uh, when I say a long time, it's been a long time. Um, yeah, but thanks to Ahmed for opening up his house, his his wife, uh, and, and the rest of the family, and his mom, especially to us. Shouts out to the matriarch. Uh so I'm looking, I'm reading the comments. Family suits on a cord. Peace. Alphas living their best life. I, absolutely. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, somebody said, he said, sorry he's writing a lot, but you you on point speaking to the spirit. Right. You know, we got to stop believing all of this BS. Most of it's just propaganda. And, you know, it's a shame that we can't get our people to, you know, see that, that they're being played. They're being played. What's the topic of the show? The topic of the show question and answers, right? That's that's really the topic. If y'all got a question, somebody's already got their hand up. I'm taking questions. I haven't had a whole lot of time to prepare anything, uh, but my spirit is moving me to go into something that I hadn't talked about in a while, and that is the passport, understanding how to read these rules and how people, because the whole non-citizen national certificate is coming up again, where I want that certificate, and I'm going to read off that and show y'all how y'all don't that's not what you want because their own rules say you don't you don't want that. So 
If you want to call it a topic, we're going to talk about non. What is it? Not what is it? Let me let me get it. Not certificates of non-citizen nationality. That's what I'm going to talk about. Um. Let's see. I've been doing a lot of reflecting on things. You know, what's the next direction for the for this show? Came up with some ideas. Um, I'm, I I need to get another male on here. Um, someone who, who who I think would be a very good asset. Not gonna reveal that is. I gotta talk to the brother first. Um, but as things goes, you you go. You have to advance. You have to go up your game. You got to look at where you are, and then you got to see how you can improve it, how you can make it better. When you when you're operating like that, that's going to keep you young, that's going to keep you relevant, and that's going to keep your mind strong. When you're always looking to see what you can do better, what more you can do. The day you become content is the day you die. The day you just say that's it, I've done it all. That's the day you gonna rest in peace. That's that's just my opinion. And some people are already resting in peace. They're just walking around, just, you know, doing the same thing over and over every day. They're resting in peace, meaning that they like, their life is stagnant. We're meant to continuously grow, continuously learn, continuously elevate, whatever that might be. Me, I get very bored, and I get very... Uh, concerned when I'm not getting new information, when I'm not learning something new. So I go looking for stuff. That's like I'm kind of disappointed today. I didn't have a whole lot put together where I could bring some knowledge. Maybe I just needed, you know, take a break. This is break time. You know, school is about to start back up. I'm trying to plan a vacation uh, so I can get my daughter to Universal Studios so we can get on that new uh, Velocicoaster. Um, trying to put that all together. Uh, somebody said they've been waiting on hold. Oh, well, I'll get you down. Let, let me go, and then I'll get into what I since you can't hold. Maybe at work or whatever. Or are you just trying to rest me? Let's see. Nine two five three four one. What's up? Can you buy it? Whatever you got some live background. Nine two five three four one. Peace, peace, People peace. right? Is that you? That's in the chat. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. I'm um. You need to press one. People's right. I don't know. You got you got to press one when you call in. Press one. My bad. Right. Well, since I got you, what you what you got? What you want to know? What you what question? Man, what's talking? going on? What's happening? I can I got some good stuff for you. Okay. Some, uh, okay, yeah. First I'll start off with um man, since two thousand and seventeen I've been battling the IRS, right? Right. Just going head to head. I got a couple of your your IRS tax webinar years back and battled a little bit with that. But mm-hmm. and a couple a couple things. But anyhow, so finally I just ran into uh, some verbiage 
And I was like, you know what? And the spirit moved me. I, I could just say literally. Um, I haven't put together an affidavit in a while. So I put together an affidavit, uh, the affidavit, Yahweh's affidavit of truth, I named it, and mm-hmm. came in and disputing the debt for all those mm-hmm. years with mm-hmm. the in, with the, using intent and using that. If I would have known the information that has been disclosed to me, from the Most High, as far as uh, full disclosure of the 1040 form and the other right. forms, etc., that put me into this tax burden. But at the beginning of it, of course, I expressed my I'm one of the people, blah blah blah. Uh, I want to pay the debt. I have no problem paying any debt that uh, I owe. Blah blah. You know, so basically, I took that from the tax webinar. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, then I started with. Uh, you know, one of the people and blah, blah, blah. And um, my intent would never have been to sign up for a dead document, you know, like put myself into democracy, into mm-hmm. the whole fraudulent system. As being right. a foreign national, I only side with the de jure, you know, blah, blah, et cetera. But anyway, I laid that down, um, and a couple weeks later, uh, thirty thirty one thousand, boom, washed away. Man, that's good stuff, there. Yeah, man. It's challenging. And I was like, okay, and um, yeah, I mean, like I said, the only two times I use uh, Most High's name at the front of my uh, templates was the two times I got some serious remedies. Oh, so that Whenever means I use that name. Yeah, so yeah. I looked at that. You yeah, just you, you know, dropped the jewel there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that that was kind of huge, you know. Uh, but here here's the clincher with that. They sent they with that bill they credited blah blah, blah minus the that thirty thousand they add was three thousand. They sent me for a bill. Mm-hmm. Three thousand left of it. Now I don't know because it that's the that's the way they do. I've seen where they've done that, where they'll knock it off and then send you a, a small bill to see if you're going to recontract with that. Mm-hmm. So you just the, the, the bill was there before. It was all the one thing. It's all in one contract. They mm-hmm. the credited the thirty thousand uh, remaining three thousand. Mm-hmm. Now here's what I'm thinking. I'll toss this off you. I my wife. She's still just a citizen, right? She never mm-hmm. wanted to do any paperwork. So, but we mm-hmm. filed jointly, right? Mm-hmm. And so, with her, in her name, with it being joint, and mine, you know, being outside of that, it, that's what I was thinking. That's why the three thousand was left on there. So that I could be it. Yeah, if hers, if, yeah, she, she's partly responsible. That could be it. That's what I was thinking. You might be right. Uh, you know, I'm not sure, but I'm thinking since she's, you know, still stuck in there, uh, that was the reason for 3000 So I was mm-hmm. thinking whether I should send him another letter. My wife I was like, I'll, like I'll, I'll just pay. I would, I would do the same thing you just did on the other one. Now, uh, remember, she's not a U.S. citizen. She's just posing as one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't know any better, so she, you know, right, behaving and moving like one, so they treat her like one. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yeah. And uh, so you so you say I should just kind of just give him the same yeah. thing over. Yeah. I've seen that, that before where God he he had a bunch of debt and then they they wiped it all out. Then sent him another bill for fifty dollars. <laughs> Yeah. What, yeah, what did he end up doing? Did he wash it up? Did he send him another letter? Yeah, they did the same thing all over again. They left him alone after that. Okay. That's an offer okay. the contract. You don't do nothing in 30 days, they'll make it a debt. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, what I'll do. Come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then my second dealing was with uh, yesterday. I dealt with uh, the Social Security office. I went, I don't know what the hell. I needed to get a new Social Security card, right? Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to. I really wanted to go in there with my. I did the foil of my national passport, so I took all my my certified documents with me and mm-hmm. changed my stat. Changed my status, right, in the system. Okay. And he, you know. So anyhow, I went in there with all my stuff, and of course, boom, agent. Now you're, you got a birth certificate, so you're born American citizen. Everybody's born an American citizen. You cannot be mm-hmm. nothing but that. So I got like, uh, uh, you sure you you know what you're talking about? You were training this this job, right? So he goes, mm-hmm. yeah. So I know all the things about American citizens and the different citizens. So he's adamant. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, well, why don't you just open up open up my uh, the documents that the the state sent me and just read a few of the pages in there and mm-hmm. bring up the laws that's on your computer. You know, of course mm-hmm. you did my passport, so everything that's in there. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, he went through, did it all. Uh, then he was quiet for a long time. So I was sitting there for like 25 minutes while he was going in the computer looking at everything. Then finally he goes, well, um, I don't know uh, the secretary. He doesn't say anything that's concrete about you not being an American citizen. And the passport <laughs> doesn't say foreign national. It ain't going to say that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I said, well, you know, they're not going to put that out there. Come on, man. Why would it say foreign national on it anyway? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't say that because right. you're not a foreign national. Right. Well, United States is foreign, but you, you're American. So, yeah, yeah. that's, you know, man. Anyhow, yeah, yeah. I, I just kind of got to cool. Yeah, just read it. All right, brother, I got to get this other call. This guy seemed like he, he, he got a job. To get it on. Yeah. All right, I'll keep good talking to you, brother. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, peace. All right, peace. Uh, people who's right, what's your last first three digits of your number so I can make sure I pick the right number? Uh, I know this is late. I'm going to have to just play it by ear. 778-889. Hey, is it me? I don't know. Are you people who's right on YouTube? Well, yeah, that's one, that's my YouTube name. Yeah, no, my name is Fred okay. the Fixer, though. Yeah, Fred they call the me Fixer. Fred the Fixer. Okay, get to the mm-hmm. point. You've been rushing me. What do you need? Oh, you're rushing me now. You're giving me the old yeah, one, too. You're giving me the old, me. how do you like it? You're giving <laughs> me the, how do you like it? All right, all right. Well, okay. the thing What's is, the give me a chance here. Give me a chance here. I do have a question. It'll all make sense, I promise you. I'm part of Murky's Minions. I'm doing a cold open. I'm I'm not really a cold open guy though. I don't do the calls, but basically they they got too many cold open hits in a row. It got boring. 
We need what a new thing to do with the cold open. open. I don't know what you're talking about. What's the cold open? The cold open is like before the show starts, there's like a cold open. So what we were doing was calling radio hosts and saying like, hey, can you say let's start the show? But it got bored. Oh, whatever, man. Y'all know what I just did to him, right? <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about, man? He's blocked. All right, let's go. <laughs> Y'all know I just I don't I don't waste time with this nonsense. What is he talking about? Uh, eight four three five nine seven. Hello. I just hey, what's up, peace? I have my I have my finger on that X button, <laughs> and because I had the, the spirit told me that he was gonna be a new someone, right? <laughs> right. I'm like, what is he talking about? Cold open. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, what's going on, brother? What can I do for you? Um. Well, first of all, how you doing? Hope you're having a good day. I'm doing good. Right. Peace. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Just trying to get some um stuff. I've been trying to study in the day because I got a mm-hmm. situation going on. I called in probably a couple weeks ago, but you probably don't remember that. But um. I just got like probably like two or three questions if it's possible. You can ask Yeah, go ahead. What's the question? First of all, I want to know if um if a prosecutor of a city can be the municipal court on a on a particular case at the same time. And the prosecutor uh okay, I'm confused a little bit. He's a prosecutor, but he's prosecuting a municipal court case as well. Yeah, like when I look on the county website, because I called up there to try to get some information because um, it's basically a case, a court case. It's, a, it's not no, it's nothing too crazy, nothing too serious, but um, it's a court case that I basically uh, challenge jurisdiction on mm-hmm. verbally in open court on a certain date. Mm-hmm. And the judge basically continued it because of that and said, you know, just go ahead and put a uh, written motion in and I'll probably be able to get it settled before you had to come back in. But then mm-hmm. certain things happened to me personal personal time where I wasn't able to get no written motion in, so I never did nothing so with that first day. He, he told you how to get it dismissed, and you didn't do it. Okay, good. I'm listening. Yeah, but I basically had surgery. I had um, appendicitis surgery and all that, blah, blah, blah. So then they had another court date, like 10, 12 days after my surgery, and I didn't even... They probably served me, but I didn't. I, I didn't know nothing about it. But I know they didn't properly serve me the way that they supposed to serve me. But I did probably get the mail, but I just was not going anyways because I wasn't in the shape. So once I realized that I missed it, I, I got in touch with them within the um under their under their rules within the time limits. I didn't put a motion, but I emailed them and told them to reopen it. Blah 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 blah. But they basically found me guilty for that for that um court case. So they got um they basically. Scheduled a sealed sentence hearing, mm-hmm. but they never on this one. They never really actually properly served me. So I basically emailed them, letting them know that, gave them the information um, from my um, doctor stuff like that. Let them know that just you know what I mean because of my um, situation and because of the susceptibility to COVID nineteen. Blah 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 blah. I was just trying to use that, but I also let them know that I, I, I never gave them jurisdiction. Blah 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 blah. blah. And they're just basically telling me that um, I still have to come in, but I'm not planning on coming in. So you do got to do my research. Uh-huh. If you want to fix huh? it, you need to go in there. 
Well, I'm not gonna go in, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to basically because I I've been just looking up some stuff today, right? So, what's the question? You're telling me the story, but I haven't gotten a question yet. What's the question? Oh, the first question is um, what I asked you about the the municipal court. They can bring any prosecutor in, long as he's licensed to do business there. He can do. They can bring whoever they want. Don't matter. Okay, that's that's the first one I wanted to know. Because I was going to say something about that if it was an issue. I was looking it up like I haven't found anything on that yet. Yeah, but what's the um, next question? Next question would be, if they got a city ordinance basically stating about COVID-19 and all this stuff like that and, and changing up the hearing policy, and I tell mm-hmm. them that that's the, basically the reason I'm not sure. I didn't show up to the last one, and I'm not going to be able to come in. I got proof that... Somebody in my household, they, they they they'll give you a, a they're supposed to give you a Zoom hearing like they've been doing everybody else, I guess. Yeah, but they basically that's what I'm thinking. Like, um, so my, the only real question I'm trying to see, basically trying to find out is like, what would be not what would be the spiritual advice on this course of action? I mean, I already got my plan of what I'm gonna do, but I've just seen you know I me. Mean, I seen you went live, so I was just want to try to get your opinion. On a certain situation, yeah, I don't like have that. opinion on nothing you're doing because I, I I feel like you're all over the place. You saying spiritual, but I don't feel nothing spiritual coming from you. Nothing. I see, what I get from you is confusion, and you double. Um, no, I just said I was saying spiritual advice because I was I didn't want to ask ask you for legal advice. That's why I said it like that. But um, okay. the reason I was just speaking and a little bit faster. What you need to do is do that motion, like he said. And you could do a, a, a void judgment, vacate void judgment on the order that they sealed whatever they did. I don't know any details of what happened. Um, you can do that. But like I said, brother, you're very confused. No, and I'm I not can, confused. I can, it's coming off of you. No, I'm not confused. I just didn't want to. Because last okay. time I called you, you know what I'm saying, you be, I already understand that you be, you know, you got multiple callers, so you don't want to. I don't got no problem telling you the full story, but I already understand yeah. that you. I no, I don't want you to tell a full story on the air. Um, it, it, Which I don't you mind. Missed though, the court date. Like, you have to take some of the, you missed the court date. The, the judge told you exactly what to do to shut it down. Do this by motion. You didn't do it. So because you left them an opening, they found you guilty. Yeah, now, I know you, know you know probably had some health you. issues that prevented it. You first you said it was health issues, then you're saying I didn't want to go because of COVID, and why are they making me come? I don't want to go in there because of COVID, but you, it sounds like you use COVID as an excuse. I'm I was I'm just basically the reason I said that is because the fact is that the, the court date that they accusing me of, I mean that they finding me guilty on was like ten days after my surgery. It was just in common sense wise, and me thinking with all this COVID going on. That's like, and they got ordinances that change the way that they do. So why didn't you show up to the court date? That you said it was ten days before your surgery. Why didn't you show up to the court date? No, ten days after my surgery. Because I after okay after yeah I wasn't thinking after your surgery. Okay. Yeah. So you know you didn't just walk in there and have surgery, did you? Say hey doc, you gonna cut me open? That surgery was planned or unplanned? No, that was unplanned. Appendicitis. It's like when you got appendicitis, or whatever it was that do surgery on it, 
and and it was ten days after you you wasn't you was unconscious for ten days. No, I wasn't unconscious, but I wasn't I wasn't about to go into no court. You well, I'm not saying go to court, but you got to call. You could call a court and tell them what the situation is. You can call them. Say, right, well, hey, I'm me... in the hospital. I just had surgery. You can make the phone call. Yeah, but see, I didn't even. That's what I'm saying. Like with the midst of everything that went on, you know how when you get a all right, when you know you get a continuance, if you ask them for something like jurisdiction and they give you a continuance, like it wasn't no proper timely thirty days from then. It was like. No, but what I'm saying, you know you had a you know you had a filing to do. How many days before you went into the hospital did you know that you had a filing to put in? That's what I'm saying. It was a long time, I'm not gonna lie. It was like two months, but it was the timing like the timing that was on it. So wait, hold on. Listen. Two months before your surgery, the judge told you to put in a motion, right? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Right. You know, if you understand the rules of court, most motions need to, you need to, you pretty much only had 21 to 30 days to get that motion together. But, but I, you also I don't think you understood that. You can put a verbal, you can put a no, verbal, verbal brother, brother, I don't, okay. You want to make your own rules or you want to listen to the rules? No, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. All right. You do verbal <laughs> motions right there in the court, and you know when something happens, hey, I move to, uh, like they find a, you know, judge against you. Hey, I, hey, this is my verbal notice of a, uh, uh, notice of appeal. But you got to follow that up with something in writing. So what you did, you challenged jurisdiction verbally, and he said I need it in writing. He gave you. He was gracious. He said, I can, "I'm gonna give you time to put that together, and I need it in writing, and you, so you can give them clear reasons why they don't have jurisdiction." You can't just not doing that. That's the, the, the everything must be in writing. Court is court is not it, it just you in a room. It's on paper, and you want it on paper because you're you're documenting that. So so what if you lose? You don't have this motion in. You go to, to appeals court, they're going to be like, where's the transcript? Where's the, the, the stuff you're filing? They're going to say there's nothing in here. It's stamped by the clerk. No, I understand that part because you can't really you gotta anything read anything unless it's judgment, bro. You got to read that. You got to understand court procedure before you do anything. But um, one of the I things that I read I'll take the last question. Uh, you you, you right, need well, to get um, that um, – on my website, how to win in court. Is a lawyer actually put that together? Go study that. Um, yeah, I got, I got that. <laughs> I got that. But see, I, I mean, and I don't understand why you, you're thinking you could just walk in there and say something and they're gonna follow up. The judge gave you an out. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that. But I don't ahead, think what's that. Your next I'm just, what's your next question? Basically, um, what I was reading today, um, in the in the in the ordinances or whatever the, the rules. Even when you found, like, all right, say if they try to um, find you guilty in, 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 in an absence of your appearance or whatever like that, they say in their own rules that they don't just simply find you guilty just because you was absent. They still basically try I just like, try Okay, you. I answered that question with the last answer. You could put in a vacate void judgment because they didn't have a competent fact witness there to testify to say whether you, you did something or not. They used 
hearsay evidence. So that's how you challenge. Yeah, that's what I, that's what even I'm though you're not I there, doesn't mean you're guilty. They still have to use sworn testimony, sworn affidavits, support. You know, they have to have real evidence. That's like in any case. That's like a third party debt collector case. A lawyer can't just show up and go, oh, this guy did this, that, and the other, and they use that to find that person guilty or judge against them. They still need sworn testimony by way of an S1 affidavit, someone that can be questioned under oath, someone with firsthand knowledge. So you possibly can overturn that judgment just by doing a vacate board judgment on those grounds, lack of subject matter jurisdiction. That's what it is. So that attack, that attack, that attacking um, affidavit video that you did, those um, exactly, those like exactly, exactly. You're on point. There it is. That go study uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, all right. All right. I, just, yeah. I appreciate. All right, brother. I, I gotta that. move on. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Oh, uh, let's go to two five three four seven six. Yeah. Greetings. I came. How you doing? Hey. Greetings. What's going on? Yeah. Doing great. Uh, I was gonna call you last week. I was on, but you was looking so exhausted, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to ask you anything. You was about to fall out, and I could feel it, and I didn't want to bug you, because <laughs> I know you needed to go get some rest. So that's why I didn't call in to ask anything last week. Okay, cool. Thank you. What's up? What's yeah, yeah. I got a few questions I wanted to ask you. Uh, say, for instance, that uh, you send in your tax court uh, petition and everything for tax court. You receive mm-hmm. a phone call from the tax court attorney stating that that's not unusual. Well, well he ahead. said that the he said that the uh, the uh, the commissioner does not have jurisdiction, and that he wanted to get my permission to dismiss the case. And I that's asked him. I want. said, "Well, did you watch the video on the tax video, or do you have it?" I don't have that one. I was webinar four. Oh, I didn't know you had a webinar for. Yeah, I had it for almost two years now, or a year. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's normal. That's what they're going to say. They don't have jurisdiction, and that's what you want. Yeah, so you wanted me to you give him he, my permission to this. Go ahead. Yeah, you give him the permission. Go ahead. Give me that order. I, I gave. Yeah. I gave him permission to dismiss the case, but the thing I can't. How is it that? How is it that we're still receiving collection correspondence and they're not supposed to have jurisdiction? Well, you're supposed to use that order to shut that down. They don't have jurisdiction. So if they don't have jurisdiction to do anything about that because they didn't send you the proper notices, then those notices for the debt uh, should go away. But you have to go and present that order to them. Right, I did that with some of the some of those agents that was sending correspondence here. I shut them down with that, and then something comes from another another uh, city they keep and switching state. switching it around, so you just keep repeating the process. They they switch you to another office. Just they try That's to wear you out, but it, it, well, that, <laughs> the whole system is crazy. But it's just part of the process. Yeah, but do you think that do you think that we need to file another case in tax court again? No, no. Why would you? You got what you needed. You just used that to shut the other letters down. 
that you're getting. No, but the thing about it, I asked him, what about the tax lien that you have over in the county recorder's office? You and he told me. Thing. You got to go down there and shut it down. Oh, shit. With that. It's telling you. Okay. See, read the, read gonna... the order that they gave you. See, y'all, you don't understand what it's telling you. Read it. Read it loud. Read I read it ten... No, read I, it. I read it ten read times. It out loud. Right that they don't have jurisdiction. Go no, ahead. read it. No, you're not reading it verbatim because that's not what it says exactly. Read it. Okay, say well, I'll read it again. I say it so I can hear it, and everybody else can. Oh, you want me to? Oh, you want me to get it and read it? Yes. I don't have it. Okay, hold on one second. I get it and read it. Hold on. Okay. While we waiting for him to go get that, he got his win. He just don't know how to use that. If he had the IRS webinar for it, he would know what to do. Um, yeah, rules of court is very important. If you don't understand the rules of court, then stay away from court. You can't go in there, you know, Shooting from the hip. You got to know what you're talking about in there, okay? And you got to know okay, when I'm to raise now. these questions. Go ahead. Read that, read that for me. Okay, I got it. Uh, my name, my wife's name, petitioner versus commissioner. Of just read the order part. You don't have to read all that other stuff. Just read the, the, what the order actually says. It says, order of dismissal for lack of jurisdiction on May 4th, 2021, respond to file the above docket case number to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction on the grounds expressly or through attached transcripts, 1 AS 2011, that the petitioner was not, that the petition was not filed within the time prescribed by section 6213A or 7502 of the Internal Revenue Code, our code, nor had respondent made any other determination, including any determination pursuant to section 6320 and 4 slash R6330, IR code raised by petitioners herein with respect to the 2011 tax year that would confer jurisdiction on the court and, number two, as to 2000 through 2010 and 2012 through 2020, that no notice of deficiency as authorized by Section 6212 and required by Section 6213A, IR code to form the basis for a petition to this tax court had been sent to petitioners. With respect stop to right there. Stop the right there. Go back at the beginning of that sentence. I want you to read it one more time. Go back. When it said no notice was given. Hold it, hold it. Okay, let me let me get back here. Uh, okay, that no notice of deficiency, as authorized by Section sixty two twelve and required by Section sixty two thirteen a. Stop right there. So I'm trying to figure out why you're confused because they just told you they didn't do what they were required to tell you before they said you owed any money. That's why they don't have jurisdiction, because they didn't do their job. Right. 
Right now, where I said, listen, I shouldn't even be build anything or have these liens because it, what is required to lead up to the lien was not done. So after right. all of that, void ab initio. So that's how you're we write right. that. Yeah. You're right. I came because it says that we did, we wasn't served with a notice of deficiency nor a notice of determination. So they didn't do their job, like you said. I never thought of it right. that way, they but you're right. They didn't do their job. They told you right there they didn't do their job, and we can't move forward because in order for litigation to move forward, we have to have all our ducks in a row. So they want to dismiss it because of their lack of jurisdiction. The court can't move because so that means they have no jurisdiction whatsoever to even send you the letters. Right. So I should be able to use this in a form of affidavit placing in the county recorder's office to remove that tax lien from over there. Yeah. Great. They're I telling really you they didn't do the job. There's, there's certain things they need to do before they send out notice lien. Before they they got to do that, and that that is telling you. They know people will be confused by how they wrote that, and because they're saying it's being dismissed because of that. Right. I really like listening to you because you can explain things really good that sometimes mm-hmm. I, it just flies right over my head. But yeah, they, they, it really good. They, they started off with all that stuff in the beginning to confuse you, but really the the answer was right at the last part of it. Definitely. Yeah. I really if, appreciate it. If they don't definitely. have jurisdiction to hear you suing them, well, we don't have jurisdiction to do anything, then they don't have jurisdiction to even talk to you or do anything else. Right. You put the petition saying that they're charging you this and this and that. You started that, right? And they said, well, we don't have jurisdiction because this, that, and the other. Meaning, they don't have jurisdiction to do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay. <laughs> nothing. All right. I really got it. I appreciate that. When if I need to let my wife know. If you don't have jurisdiction to get remedy in the court on your own petition, that means that's the false thing. Everything else they're doing. Right. Because if Definitely. you have a claim against someone and they harming you, you go to court, right? In this case, you go to tax court. When they're telling right. you, we dismiss it because of lack of jurisdiction, because it, this court can't hear any of this, because they don't have jurisdiction to do absolutely nothing. So that means that they didn't have jurisdiction to place that lien over there in the county recorder's office. Yeah, bingo. Bingo. Damn. I got it now. I appreciate it. Oh, I came. I guess I just got one last question before I let you get to the next person. Um, for our members in the group number one, or did mm-hmm. our meetings come to an end, or is there any more yeah, meetings for us? You're, you're, it's over. That year has been over. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. It's I appreciate over. it. I came. Yeah. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Thanks a lot. I mean, Peace I have God. something coming up where you know you can do re up, but I'll send an email about. Okay, right. but you said something about I'm going to go on your website and look for a webinar. What was that webinar for the tax court? IRS webinar four, and it okay. shows you right. how to do this, do everything, and all that. And, and just to put it out there, that method I got from another guy who taught me how to do it. But the way he teaches it, he sends you in the court as a, a U.S. citizen. I, the way I teach it is how to go in there as a national. 
Okay. That's All why right. I kind of revamped some of the paperwork and stuff like that. But it's there. All right. Okay. I appreciate okay, it. Bro. All right. Peace to the gods. Thanks a lot. I always like to give credit where credit is due. Someone else introduced me to that. But where they running into court is like U.S. citizens. I don't want anybody of my people going into court like they're U.S. citizens. I want y'all going in as nationals. Well, you know, if you want to go in as a more, yeah, that's how you can't, if you're filling out their paperwork, you're putting yourself in their jurisdiction. Just just keep that in mind. Uh, yeah. Uh, 904-386. Yo, peace to the God. For good, I can. But I can. Hey, peace, peace. What's going on? Okay, two things. One of them, um, I contacted you, and you told me to hit you up around this time, about my third-party problem. Okay, what's your third-party problem? All right, so one of them is okay, he's good. It's a third party, I take care of that. Now, the other two, that's a much bigger charge, of, you know, prices, whatever, citations, whatever, um, This, this is a... It's an attorney's firm collecting under order for the court. And when I went online... Okay, okay, slow down, slow down. Third-party debt, it's for what type of debt? Okay, it's a it's an attorney law firm collecting for the court. Not So they didn't buy it. They're so doing it. Okay, the debt is a fine from the court. Yes, and it says it clear in the document on a on a collection on a behalf for Duval, I mean, you know, for this county's uh, court, whatever. So they send in a lawyer after you as a third party debt collector to pay some court fees or fines, whatever it is. Right, right. and I have a okay. three year old, um, and it's three years ago. And when I went online trying to do the name change, all of them are, uh, are open. Three dismissed, three open. Okay. So, what's your question? How do I shut that down? And since it's still open... Well, as an attorney, you can hit him with a third-party debt collector letter, because he's a third party trying to collect on behalf of the court. Now, as far as the the cases itself, uh, they're going to probably stay open until you go into the court and do a motion to void the judgment. I don't know exactly what type of cases they are. What type of cases are they? Okay. Um, it's uh, um, one of them um, to register my vehicle. Uh, one of them is about a suspended license and a uh, resisting officer without violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to have to um, – the only way you're going to settle that is you got to go – I don't see how you're going to – honestly, you got a long road ahead of you to fix that because it's three years old. And you could go in into a motion to avoid that judgment for lack of subject matter jurisdiction, but you got to really know what you're talking about there and shutting that down. Well, right now they're only doing, you know, online court, so – well, you, know, you can still file documents. motions online. You can mail it in. You can file motions. You don't have to go into the to to do all of that, and they'll schedule a hearing for you. 
Okay. Is there any way I can go re-study or just just accept the bond or just? What do you mean by accept the bond? You know, just accept it. You know, don't don't argue the contrary. Don't argue the fact. Just accept the bond and settle it. What did you hear? You ever hear me teach that? No, sir. <laughs> okay, so why are you asking me that? Because <laughs> you might want well, to ask the person who taught you that. Because I ain't never, I would never teach you that crap because it don't work. Accepting a bond and settle it. Selling means you're guilty. Either you're guilty or you want to, if you want to sell it, go pay those the fees that they want you to pay and be done with it and move on if you really want to settle it. But that settling and accepting bond, I don't know anybody that's ever worked for. Do you? Maybe you do. I don't know. Has it worked for you before? No, not that I know of. Who do you know that it's worked for? Right. Huh? Yeah, it's I mean, it's something you heard that someone said you can do, right? It's no reality in it, you know. There's oh, illusions all around us, right? There's illusions, you know, this is illusions and this information. People are creating all type of illusions. Oh, yeah, you can discharge this and do this, SBC this, SB that, crediting your bonds this and that. Oh, accept the bonds, accept it for value. And yet, just like I asked you, I've asked many people before you, when did that ever work for anybody you know or yourself? And everybody comes with the same answer, like, you just kidding me. It doesn't work. The only thing that works with these courts is this, knowing how the rules are played and using those rules to your advantage. That's the only thing that's ever worked for me. I know how the rules are played, and I take those rules and use them to my advantage. So the one thing that they have, the one biggest Achilles heel that they all have is having a competent witness standing next to them to testify against me. Okay? Right. Right. <laughs> if they don't have that, there's no evidence here. That, they're just talking. It's hearsay. And I'm not allowing that. I'm not allowing any attorney to testify against me as a witness. I don't allow it, and you shouldn't allow it. But I could almost bank on it. The, 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 when they ruled against you on these other cases, either you didn't go to court or you went to court and you lost. No, um, I was there. They were trying to make, like give me a shot, and I said no. And so because of the shot. They tried to give you a shot. What do you mean shot? Something about something, if you cough, it'll be like a TB or something test they were trying to give me. A so TB I test for what? For, for travel tickets? I mean, well, they took me in 23 days um, because I couldn't find my insurance document, and so they got me for a registry. Um, um, it's basically civil. This is civil. Um, civil I'm traffic. confused. I, I'm trying. You just said TB shot. For what? Right. I don't get. I don't get how that connects to what you would happen. Well, before before um, we well, when you go in there, they have you to, uh, have a take take a TB test, 
and I refused for them to stick any needles in me. So they just, when they kept me in it, they just, they just kept me in a cell. Why would they want you to take a TV test? What, what, was it, what about it? You was in jail? Did you have you locked down and they wanted a TV test? Nah, that's that's just the way they get down real nasty out here because I didn't, you know, I didn't want to, you know, get the fingerprints or whatever. So eight of them jumped on my back and one of them screamed, hell no, he's going to oh. be my problem for three days. Okay, so you okay? See the story, the plot's thickening. The plot is thickening. So you you didn't want to do the fingerprints. You that's something else you heard, right? You heard that somewhere else, right? No, 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 no. I didn't want to do the fingerprint. The guy Why behind me yells, do the So the guy behind me yells, "Hell no, he's gonna be my problem for three days." So everybody, so they forcefully stuck my hand into the into the system, and so then. After that going on, then a day or two, then we had to take a TV test. And so I refused no, to take a test. No, I want you test. to answer my question. I want you to answer my question. This is the question. Why did you refuse the fingerprints? The, 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 um, the 48, uh, the, 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 the 72 hour rule. I, I didn't want to contract with them. And it's worked out for me twice in Georgia. And where were you at? It worked out for you twice, but you didn't fingerprint. And what happened? They let you go in three days? In three days, then they shipped me off to another court, and they told the officers who brought me there, said, he's your problem. And so I was out. I was out. Mm-hmm. They, they kicked me out twice. Yeah, but did the problem go away, like the tickets and all that? When they let you out, did you still have to deal with the ticket? Um, with Georgia, they, they they just left me alone. The, even the warrant disappeared, everything. I go online, nothing pops up. They left, they left me alone. Okay. Now, so with the lucky. Jackson team. You're in Florida now. Yeah, now I'm in Florida now. They're the ones still. Um, okay, here's my question. Why are you always having problems? What's all of this habitual problems with the, the law? What's going on with that? Well, at the time, I was following these uh, gurus, um, you know, about, you know, don't you don't need the tag and stuff like this. And all of them would usually let me go as long as I showed them insurance, whether I was registered or not, no tag. You know, as long as I showed them insurance. I mean, I had sheriffs. They let me go without nothing. But, you mm-hmm. know, in Jacksonville, it was a new guy, young 20s, you know, want to be, you know, cowboy cop. And so mm-hmm. I would have, you know, they went well, from there. Here's, here's my thing about that, not driving with plates and all of that. Yeah, you might get away with it a few times, but it's always that one that could cause problems, mm-hmm. as you can see. Uh, and you're still dealing with that. You're still dealing with that. It's easier to just put the plates on the car, register the vehicle, and call it a day. I'm not trying to invite problems into my life. Right. It, it, do I agree with, you know, make, they want you to register and all of that stuff? No, I don't agree with it. But, see, the difference is they have an army. I'm just one right. person. And if I'm traveling with my family, I'm not about to put them through all of that aggravation. Right. See, that's why I say do the passport, because all of those helps in situations like that. I have them now. You know? I have all that. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm different than I, I move differently. I do things differently than most people do. Out of the 99% that's out there, I do, I'm in the 1% doing things different. But nobody knows that I'm different. So I blend in. 
And that's what I'm trying to get y'all to see. You want to blend in. You don't have to be standing out, sticking out like a sore thumb because you know this information. Right. And there's people that's going to teach you, oh, you can do this. And those same people that are telling you that are driving around with plates on their car and, and they got driver's license and stuff like that. They're not, they're just selling you that because they know people are looking for a way to be free. But they, what they're doing is giving them a false sense of security. And people are looking up to these people, you know, like they, they, this information is, is the best thing coming. Then when they start actually applying this information that they're telling them, they run into big problems like you do. Now you have a three-year-old problem, and if you had just kept plates on your car and had the insurance and everything, you wouldn't have this problem. Right. <laughs> right. Now you got to figure out how to undo it, which is going to be very difficult. It's not easy. Once they got you, it's almost easier to go to them and make a settlement and say, hey, what's it going to cost me to fix this? That's easier than, you know, trying to reopen a case. That's going to drag on for, for a long time. You're talking three cases. That's going to drag on for a year, two years before you even get close to a remedy. Then basically, now, you got to ask you, you got to ask you, what's it worth to you? I chalk it up as a lesson learned. Right, right. Lesson learned, big time. Right. <laughs> so my, my me, I go take the path of least resistance. Okay. I, I I was I was an idiot. I followed some idiots. I'm gonna just hear, here's y'all money. Boom. Have a nice day. And won't do that again. Okay. So yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and have people just, oh yeah, go do this and 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 and, and have you running a treadmill, getting nowhere. Right. Because that's what other people would tell you. Because they are so trying to protect this bull, the bull that they're teaching people. They don't tell you go get this, go do A to B, go do all of this stuff, stand on your rights. Yeah. They better start reading the art of war because you don't go when you're not prepared for war. You don't go into war. You're not prepared for battle. You don't go into battle. You know, and some battles are just not worth fighting. You see, some battles. I I I, I do my my battle on the the money front. You know, let's get this bread so we ain't got to worry about none of this stuff. Because if I if my income is in the one percentile, what am I keep worrying about registering a vehicle and insurance on the car for? Hmm. Right. People who have who don't want to pay the insurance on the car, who don't want to register their car, are usually people who finances are, are poor. I mean, I know I that might be stepping on. I, I, I might be stepping on people's toes by saying that, but people who go down that road are usually people who are who are having money problems. Because people with money, man, I ain't sitting here about to fool with this because this is going to distract me from making more money. Just imagine if you had your mind set on making bread instead of following what these dudes are saying. Right. You wouldn't be thinking about that. You wouldn't be right. thinking about trying to drive without no plates. And only how much it costs to register a car in Florida? I don't even remember. Maybe like 
I'm not even sure. I know the tag's gonna run me about four hundred. So I mean, I got well, well, you, so they charge you. So you pay taxes on cars, right? They have a tax, car taxes. No, well, right now I have financial responsibility through um, self insurance. So, so you have to pay extra because the insurance. Yeah, I don't. Well, no, no, I haven't tried yet because I, I still have the tickets. I just have my insurance about three years, even though the vehicle has been like that. I've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm through self, my own self insurance, where I just only pay every five years to renew it. My card. Okay, is that legal in Florida, or is that something some group sold you? Yeah, it's legal in Florida. There's actually a, a department where, you know, I send the UCCs and the documents too, and then, bam, they're, they're receiving to get it. A group of me, a group, me and a group, um, everybody who got into a car accident with the group, the bond took care of everything, the policy. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of that before, but, um, you know, i got to keep that group going because if they don't keep that bond up, y'all are going to have some problems. Well, okay, what is a, so if you get into a car accident, how does it work if you get into a car accident? Okay, they fix everybody else's car. What about your car? Um, if I get into a car accident, it would just cover it would cover their vehicle. It don't cover yours. Yeah, it doesn't cover uh, mine. Comprehensive. So, so what they've been doing is um. You know that little um that little repair your car like at any time if anything broken you just pay monthly, so mm-hmm. you know, so that's what they're doing and trying that out with the bonds there. So the bond covers other people, and while they cover, so you know my bond is up to nine hundred thousand. So and it's accepted from the UCC and a self insured company. Well, I, I get and, that. I get that. It, so you wrecked your car, right? I did pay whoever property you damage. Okay, cool. But what about your car? How does it get fixed? Um, through that um you know that that um that repair your car thing, you know that little thing with ice T V on? It's like um there's a certain amount you paid and once you paid it you paid and you're good for a certain amount of time I forgot and so if anything happens, they cover the full coverage for you. And um and everybody's vehicle is locked in the trust. Foreign trust. Okay. Okay. I, I've seen that before, and I've also seen it turn into a disaster. I just want to make sure you understand, you know, I, that, that's oh, not no, a yeah. new thing you're talking about. Uh, yeah, it's not. You, it relies on other people paying into it, like a group of y'all no, paying um, One person had to pay because they, they caused a really bad wreck, and the amount was just 100 bucks, and then they took the rest from the bond, the silver. Basically, 20 plus one silver bond, that one. I don't know if I'm saying too much. It, okay. It's my, I'm trying to help you and see some. Okay. I've seen that before, but it relies on other people paying, keeping up with it. It's, 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 you got to pay into it so often or you pay once or whatever, and if the group falls apart, then you have no more bond. No, well, no one um, is, has paid anything. They just gave the bond and that's it and moved on. No one's had any type of problems of whatsoever. And there's actually a department in Florida for self-insurance. And okay. I've also had them contact me um, because, of, because one letter was wrong. 
Um, I mean, it, my it, name, every state has a self-insurance way you can self-insure. They just want to make sure the car is insured, uh, no matter how you do it, that it's covered. And yes, you can I, you can do that, Bomb, but the, the program you're talking about, I've heard of that before. And uh, it turned out to be a nightmare for a few people. But anyway, well, I hope it works out for you. I got to move on. All right, thanks a lot, big bro. All right, but yeah, with those tickets, you you could you could do a motion to vacate the the orders and start all over and and try to prove your, your innocence, or just pay the fines. But I would yeah, tell you right um, now, the likelihood of them undoing it is very low. It's three years. Yeah, what I'm gonna do is um, if, as long as I dismiss a third party, it'll be way cheaper. And I'm looking on here; everything's gonna cost me at five hundred instead of a instead yeah, of the, two grand. Yeah, the, he's trying to collect and try to charge. You give it a third party and just go to the state directly and pay them. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. what I'm gonna do. All right, all right, all right. appreciate it. All right. Hey, uh, anybody else? got a question hit the one button i see a lot of people on blog talk uh, i was going to go over this certificates of non-citizen national but those questions kind of wore me out uh maybe i should i'm gonna do it. well actually i got a video why would i do it again go see the video the videos on youtube talking about this breaking this down uh, a lot of people don't understand what this 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 says, and they're telling you, you know, let me just read this. I'm gonna just read the first part. Let me share the screen. I'm gonna read it. I, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. All right, certificates of non-citizen nationality. All right. The Department of State occasionally receives requests for certificates of non-citizen national status pursuant to Section 341B of the Immigration and Nationality Act, uh, INA 8 U.S.C. 1452B. As the title of the certificate indicates, only a person who is a non-citizen U.S. national, i.e. U.S. national but not a U.S. citizen, may apply for such a certificate. So, Right there in that, that sentence, as the title of the certificate indicates, only a person who is a non-citizen U.S. national, <coughs> i.e., a U.S. national but not a U.S. citizen, may apply for such a certificate. Now, are they the same thing? Is a U.S. national and U.S. citizen the same thing? They're trying to give you the, the impression that it does. It's the same thing. It, they're not the same. So people say, I want to be a U.S. national. I have someone in the consultation say that. Yeah, how about being a U.S. national? Like, what's in front of the national? It says U.S., United States national. You want to be that? Okay. I don't. Okay. As defined by the INA, all U.S. citizens are U.S. nationals. Wait a minute. Okay. See how they just played with the, the words here? In this last sentence, it said, as the title of certificate indicates, only a person who is a non-citizen U.S. national may apply for such a certificate. 
i.e., U.S. national but not a U.S. citizen. They try to tell you that that's something different, but then I get down here and it says, as defined by the INA, all U.S. citizens are U.S. nationals. So why would I want a certificate of non-citizen U.S. national? Why would I want that? Um, but rel- only a relatively small number of persons acquire U.S. nationality without becoming a U.S. citizen. Section 101A21 of the INA defines the term national as a person owing permanent allegiance of the state. Now, if you don't, un- like I've actually read these in the codes. If you don't know what the codes say, that's why I say go to the codes and read them because you'll see how it's separated. You would think that all runs together. So what they just did here, this one little line, as defined by the INA, all U.S. citizens are U.S. nationals, but only a relatively small number of persons acquire U.S. nationality without becoming U.S. citizens. That is a whole other topic. Now they just moved on, but they put it in one paragraph like it all goes together. Section 101A21 of the INA defines the term national as a person owing permanent allegiance to a state. It is say to the U.S., to a state, to a status. So that's a, that, that is a separate, if you look at the code, that's separated. But they put it together to confuse you. And it didn't say U.S. national. They just said national, all lowercase, right? Section 101A22 of the INA provides that the term national of the United States includes all U.S. citizens, as well as persons who, though not citizens of the United States, owe permanent allegiance to the United States, non-citizen nationals. So do I want a certificate of non-citizen nationality? Because it just told you non-citizen nationals. They just clumped it all together to make you think that each one went together, and they don't. Right here is the key. Section 101A21 of the INA defines the term national as a per- person on permanent allegiance to the state. All of this stuff, because that's another code they're talking about right here, 22, that's 21. So they stuck right in the middle what you're looking for, and then they put all the other junk around it to confuse you. And they told you non-citizen nationals is the same thing as a United States citizen. A U.S. national is the same thing. So there you have it for the last time. Well, maybe not the last time I'll go over that. I just had to go over that because it kept coming up over the last week. All right. Yeah, child support agencies are crooks. All right, press them likes. All right, with that being said, let's see if I got any more callers to take. Uh, no, I don't. Um, and with that being said, I'm going to close out the show. You guys have a wonderful and prosperous week. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, peace.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.